Texas Business Minds, a presentation of the Texas Business Journals, brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. In this episode, San Antonio Business Journal Energy and Manufacturing reporter Jessica Corso profiles Corinna Holt-Richter. The fifth-generation business leader is president and chief administrative officer of Holt Cat, the largest network of Caterpillar dealerships in the nation. I guess I wanted to start, you and I have met before and spoken before, but for our listeners who might not be aware, could you tell us a little bit about your professional background? Sure. Yes, um, you are correct. My brother and I took over from my parents in 2018, but I've been working in our family business. Uh, we're the fifth generation. I've been working in the family business, Holt Cat, since 2010. Um, before that, I lived in New York City and I worked at Sotheby's, which seems like kind of random, I'm sure, going from Sotheby's to Holt Cat, but um, I was an art history major in college and just love art. And so um, I spent a little time there kind of pursuing my passions and seeing uh, if that was a good fit for me before coming home to work in the family business. And my career at Holt Cat has been amazing, really enlightening. I've kind of gone through a whole full rotation of what we do um, up until the point now where I'm the president and run sort of our support and administrative functions at the company. So you talked about the um, training you went through. Um, can you expand on that a little bit? You you worked you know a little bit in every department across the company, right? I did, yes. So my first year at Holtcat was spent in a rotation through every single department we have. I mean, finance, invoicing, uh, HR, IT, ride-alongs with salespeople, um, out in the field with our technicians. It was a really incredible way to see in depth and in detail everything we do. And also, of course, build relationships throughout the business and throughout our customer base so that I knew what our customers did as well. And so we can, um, you know, really focus on them and delivering our, our service to them. And you're a chief administrative officer. So having those relationships with people is really important. Uh, yes, definitely. I think understanding what our customers do is so critical, even for those in on my team who are more internal facing and our and our I say our customers are internal customers. However, we have to know what our external customers are doing in order to really, you know, be functioning at a high level and be really efficient with our time. While you were doing those rotations, was there a was there a particular one that stood out to you as it, I don't know a funny story or even just something that um, sticks with you now as a leader? Yeah, I mean, I have so many memories and um, I learned so much from those experiences. But one that comes to mind is um, doing a ride along with one of our field technicians down in South Texas. Um, We left from the San Antonio store and, you know, it took about an hour and a half to get out to the job site. And so I really got to know him talking about his family and, you know, seemingly tough guy. had been working in the, the industry for a long time, for our company for a long time. And he um, got a call on the way down from his wife who told him that she was having to rush their little dog into the vet um, and that she was really scared that uh, something something serious was wrong. And, you know, I saw right then his face dropped. He got a little teary and I could tell this dog, his pet really meant so much to him. And it reminded me 
that, you know, we bring our whole selves to work. And even if you seemingly, you know, have it all together, a high level leader or, or, you know, a tough guy, you have vulnerabilities and you have bad days and, um, and you still are expected to show up and serve your customers. And it gave me a lot of empathy for our employees and, um, and just a good understanding of how we want to create a fulfilling work environment in which people feel like they can bring their whole selves to work and feel valued for who they are, even in the tough moments. Yeah. And I imagine that's particularly helpful in these days with, with the pandemic going on. Yeah, I think that's why that one came to mind because I'm, you know, we're having, we're under so much stress right now. We have so many external stressors The, you know, not only the pandemic, but uh, the social unrest, the election coming up, it's a tough time right now. And so um, we want to be even more cognizant of our team members and how they're feeling and how they're doing emotionally, um, because it's going to, you know, it's going to mix work and home is really going to mix right now. So, so how do you go about doing that? I mean, do you, how much regular contact do you have with with your team there? I know you're you're speaking from your house right now. I am. Yes. Uh, yeah, we are. We're kind of in a hybrid model. So, of course, many of our employees, most of our employees, can't work from home. They have to be in um, our shops and our parts warehouses out in the field. So they didn't have that option. But for those that are in the office environment who could work from home, we ask them to work from home as much as possible. But now we're kind of back and forth. And I think what we've learned in all of this is we really have to leverage technology, but also we have to be very intentional about how we use it and how we structure our days and how we structure our communication. So we have, we've kind of gotten to a rhythm in, in terms of how we're meeting, who we're getting together. We have had lots of town hall meetings where we get the whole company together um, and we allow them to ask questions or voice concerns as efficiently and effectively as we can without everybody all at once. But I think we've, we've really learned that um, we've also given each other a little grace. Like we're all kind of, it's like we're building the plane as we fly it. You know, we're figuring it out as we go. And so, um, it, and it's okay. It's okay if your dog barks or your kid comes in, the, in there, you just have to get off a little early because things are going on. Um, it's been interesting for sure, a journey, but I think the point is really at the end to just allow your colleagues to have some space to be themselves and, and to, to deal with this, however they're dealing with it. So to give listeners an idea of how big your team is, how many employees does Holtcat have? We are, I, I guess, just under 3000 and that's across our territory and, and then in various different departments and businesses. And um, it is a pretty unusual time to be a human in the world, but particularly to be a business leader. Um, so you have obviously all these people's, um, you know, work lives that you're responsible for. And um, you also have a, a family, two young kids. So so what do you do to, uh, if you, when you have time to yourself, what do you do to distress? Yeah, I mean, I think this, is more important than ever to take a little time for self-care and for yourself. And I have found that for me, I really have to be intentional about baking that into my schedule. I think I really underestimated how I used my um, commute to and from work to really transition from, you know, home and mom hat to 
you know, business leader hat and work hat. Um, and I don't have that anymore. So I, I try to take a walk or get in the mindset, maybe like a little quiet time, some exercise before I start my work day so that that's my transition time now. And um, it's been really effective for me. I, I mean, I guess today's been a good day, Jessica, because it's not always like that. But um, I, you know, I try my best and uh, I have to, you know, give myself a break sometimes too. It is a good tip because I think we're all struggling with that. It's it's a little weird to go from your bed to your office yeah. just in the next room. So yeah, the boundary thing is not is not as easy now. Yeah. So I mean, I, I wanted to talk about some more recent news at Whole Cat too. That's not necessarily pandemic related, but um, yeah. we spoke recently, but we didn't get a chance to talk about a piece of news from January, which is that Whole Cat bought a, um, a company in, in San Antonio called PCI Solar. They install solar panels. And I was just wondering why. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, I know in January seems like ages ago. So I'm like, mm-hmm. what, you know, what was happening in January? But yes, we were, um, we have actually been working with PCI for a long time now. They've installed done our solar projects and our new builds, including our headquarters building here in San Antonio. They're based in Austin and they're now, we now call them Holt Renewables. We merged in January and it's just a really good opportunity for us as a company to diversify. And um, also we found that, you know, our, our commercial customers, one of their biggest uh, expenses is energy. And if we can help them, mitigate that and provide that service as well as our other services, uh, you know, it's a value add for, for both of us. Um, and it's, you know, it's a great team. They've established a foundation in Austin, but they work, uh, you know, nationwide on different projects. And we just feel like it's, it was the next step in terms of where the industry is going um, and the trends of the industry. And we want to be at the forefront of that. So you felt like, because obviously Holcat is not traditionally an, an energy company, just based on what you guys were already doing, that was an additional service you could provide. When we look at solar energy and renewable energies, we see that as a growth area in our economy. And we wanted to be at the forefront of that because we, we see our customers also, you know, diversifying their energy and looking for different sources, renewable sources. And so how could we be a part of that for them and add value there for them as well? And you mentioned also the Holtcat headquarters, as well as some of your stores, I believe, yes. um, have solar installations. Is that correct? Yes. Really, our, any new build after probably 2015, we've added solar. We've tried to um, be LEED certified whenever possible. And solar, of course, is a part of that. And so we, you know, we've been investing in solar and alternative energies because we do see it as an investment in the beginning that really has payoffs as the facilities mature. So that sustainability initiative began with your father? Yes, actually, my dad became really interested in it. We had outgrown our office building in San Antonio. And so we had a space down the road from us. And he thought, let's let's go for LEED certification because, you know, why not? I mean, this is a place where we can invest and we can be a leader in that way. And it's a win-win for everyone. And so it started there. And Peter and I just believe it's really important that we continue that not only for our business, but just to model it for others. 
So were you specifically looking at the renewable energy space or was it just because of the relationship you had formed with this company who, who built that installation at your headquarters that that sort of idea popped into your head? I think a little of both. So we're always looking for trends in industries and where things are headed and opportunities for where we can add value as a company for where, you know, it's aligned with our mission. And then, and then also this relationship kind of had grown and it, it just seemed like the right time for us and, and for them as well. And you guys have a um, capital venture arm as well, correct? We do, Holt Ventures. I think it's about five years running now. And it's, um, it's really an exciting part of our business because it's a way for us to kind of evolve with our customers and with our industries that we serve. Um, we, we're really looking to the future with it and how we can find companies, startups, founders who are doing innovative things in technology in services so that we can optimize our value to our customers and, and our, you know, really our value to our employees too. We're looking for ways in which we can be more efficient, create a more fulfilling work environment for our employees um, while also serving our customers. So we have a lot of exciting investments and we've been partnered with some great companies and founders. It's um, It's been fun. Any that you can talk about? Yeah, sure. Of course. I think they'd probably all like to be talked about, but uh, one one that I think is a real success story, especially right now, is uh, an investment in drop-off, which um, this is going to sound so simple, but it's basically, we call it, we jokingly call it the Uber of parts, because for us, it's like a parts delivery service. And um, you'd think, wow, I mean, come on, of course, but we have some really large parts components, you know, that have to be delivered out into the field to our customers. But really this came from an internal employee who realized, you know, this is a pain point for our technicians who go out to the field to do a diagnostic on a down machine and then potentially have to drive all the way back to our warehouses to get the parts they need to fix the machine. And how can we cut out a lot of that travel time for them? And, and so they, found this company who was doing it really efficiently, really cost effectively and said, let's, let's do a pilot here in DFW. And it turns out this company was small and needed capital to scale to other cities. And so it's really a win-win for them and for us. And we like to be not just a passive investor, but an active partner so that we can all grow um, as we learn in these businesses and new industries. Corinna Holt-Richter joining Houston Business Journal reporter Jessica Corso. In our next segment, Holt-Richter shares more about their investment strategy when Texas Business Minds continues. I'm Rich Gregasco, President and CEO of Texas Mutual Insurance Company. To everyone who has been hard at work providing the things we need during this crisis, we say thank you. You truly are essential and we're proud to be on the job with you. More at TexasMutual.com slash on the job. 
Continuing our conversation on Texas Business Minds, as Holt Cat President and Chief Administrative Officer Corinna Holt Richter joins San Antonio Business Journal Energy and Manufacturing Reporter Jessica Corso. So your sort of investment philosophy is not just to sort of invest in, in companies that sort of look nice but don't add value to the company, if that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah, we want, we definitely want to have like a synergy there or, a, yes, I mean, we're, we're not just looking for financial return. We are really looking for companies that are kind of disrupting our industry or optimizing our industries or um, potentially adding value to something our customers are doing. Yeah, it's really, we want to be more, more of a partner, a strategic partner than, than just a, an investor. And when you say we, obviously, you have an entire team that you're working with. Um, so I, I'm sort of curious, you know, what what role you feel that you play in, in the decision making process and sort of how you and your brother sort of navigate a joint ownership of the company. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I know. Some people are like, I could never imagine working with my family. (laughs) But for me, it's always been like, um, Holt Cat's like a third sibling, you know, it's like, oh, you know, it's me, Peter, and my parents have invested so much in in the company. And so it's like, all right, it's the three of us. Um, Anyway, I'll go back to first Holt Ventures. And we, we run it, we manage it through a committee, an investment committee. And we have leaders from around the organization that join us in that. And we hear pitches. We have one, uh, Meg Paulus, who is the director of, of Holt Ventures, and she manages all of that for us. But um, we all have kind of a democratic process in the way we vet deals. Um, we all have a vote. Uh, I think probably at the end of the day, if there was a tiebreaker, Peter and I would get the, the final say in that. But um, we really respect all of the opinions of the team in making decisions and investment decisions. So um, that's, that's for Holt Ventures. And I would say, you know, it's, it's similar for how we look at all of our business decisions in that we rely on our team members to really give us their opinion, to be active in the way that they um, approach things, to take an ownership mindset of those decisions like we would. And, uh, and we have really great debates and conversations about things and um, about strategy and our goals. And it, it works for us. I think what it takes is trust, number one. And we, we do a lot of work on relationship building and trust building amongst our team. And then for Peter and me, it's really about valuing our differences in, in, our different strengths. So I will often come to him and say, you know, I know I'm more cautious than you and uh, have less of a risk tolerance. So that's where I'm coming from. And uh, this is my opinion. And he'll alternatively say, you know, I'm really results oriented. And I think I'm, I think it's time to take the next step, you know, where we've drilled it down to the details. And so now it's time to go. So I think that uh, we respect that we're different in that way. And that gives us an edge actually, because we can look at things from a full, fuller perspective. Yeah. Has that affected your relationship outside of, of the office? We actively leave work at work, you know, and it takes, it really takes that mindset because if we were to spend our holiday functions or any times we're with our kids only talking about work, I think 
our spouses would not be so happy. <laughs> and you know, you gotta, you have to talk about other things sometimes. Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep asking you questions about work. I'm sorry to say. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> so we hired a new CIO uh, from, she was based in Des Moines. Her name is Joyce Pingle. She has a really interesting background. She was in financial services and then most recently in a retail setting um, with actually a family owned business out of Des Moines who runs come and go gas stations um, amongst other things. And she has already, I mean, she moved down and has hit the ground running and has already brought so many great insights and innovations into how we look at our, technology advancements and our especially our digital strategy and so we're very excited to have her on the team and you know it's just it's always good to have fresh eyes I think and so she's bringing that to us yeah I mean it's a interesting time to start as a chief information officer you know so we, so you talked a little bit earlier about synergies and, and, and buying companies or investing in companies that sort of fit with your business model that are disrupting the construction industry. So what has your industry looked like since, since the pandemic began? I mean, what kinds yeah. of things are we seeing now? Yeah. You know, I think that we are um, maybe you might think of construction or distribution as old school in a way um, when it comes to technology, but I think there's just hasn't been the visibility to how our, our industry is evolving. And there's a lot of really interesting technologies out there. I mean, I think we're seeing them both from a whole ventures perspective, but also just from what Caterpillar, our main partner, what they're developing um, and and machine learning, all of that AI is so interesting and going to add so much value to our customers and to the quality and uh, life of the machine that, um, I mean, that's just one example of the interesting technology and innovation happening. Are we going to see automated uh, dump trucks and, and diggers? They really, you know, the, um, last time I was in Peoria, they did have a demo of an automate, you know, uh, automated dozer out there working kind of remote controlled, but also, you know, learning as it goes. And it was, it's pretty amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's great. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. It, Caterpillar has been on the forefront of a lot of innovation and just to see that continue is, it gives me a lot of hope for the future. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of the future, what are yours and Peter's plans for the business and in, in, in the near term, you know, over the next year or two? You know, we're always looking for growth um, I and, and ways in which we can become more effective in delivering our solutions to customers. And um, that comes through external innovation and also internal process efficiency gains. And so um, we're, you know, we haven't lost sight of that. The pandemic has maybe changed the way that's happening, but I, I think we're working hard to continue communicating with our teams and encouraging collaboration, encouraging new ideas, encouraging people to come together from different departments to focus on customer challenges and problems. And, you know, I think at the same time, we are really focused on maintaining our culture because that's a really important part of our business. And 
our values-based leadership and continuing to develop our teams and in terms of leadership, that is an evergreen goal of ours. Mm-hmm. You talk about culture a lot. I mean, what's for you, what does that mean? I, it's really, oh gosh, that's a, I don't know that I've thought about it in that sense. It It's creating an environment in which people can flourish more or less and where, you know, we spend so much time at work. I've said this to you, I think before that I want work to be a place that people are excited to go to um, and where they really feel a sense of purpose in, in what their job is and whatever that role may be within the company that they know that they have a bigger purpose with us and that we're a place that values them and a company that values them. We're trying to create kind of a family environment where, you know, we we appreciate people not just for what they do for us, but for really who they are. Thanks to Holt Cat President and Chief Administrative Officer Corinna Holt Richter for joining us. And thank you for downloading Texas Business Minds. Presented by the Texas Business Journals and brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas.